0: The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
1: From the birthplace of modern winemaking, Sonoma, California. Welcome to the winemakers. Local experts Sam Couture, Bart Hansen, and Brian Casey, along with host John Myers, invite you to listen in as they discuss all facets of winemaking. So sit back, pour yourself a glass, and let's hear what the guys have to say this week.
2: All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to the winemakers. I'm John Myers with the full crew today, Sam Couture, Bart Hanson, Brian Casey, our first show of 2024, guys. Hey, welcome back.
1: Oh, Whoa. we actually nailed the timing.
2: <laughs> the
0: Car talk of wine the is car
1: here. Talk wine. <laughs> car, car talk of wine. Car
2: talk of wine. I love it. Well, hey, for all you listeners, uh, welcome to 2024, uh, our first podcast of the year. I want to thank you for listening. Last year, we're going to talk a lot about our guests and favorite wines of 2023 and the holiday and everything else. So, favorite
1: wines of 2023. I hey. didn't prepare for that job. I, I didn't either.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll you flip can't through just my drop pictures. That. I, mean, I can. I can. Really? I mean, scan through
3: your photos, right? Do you take photos of I all do. The... I do take photos of all the... <laughs> Pull up
1: the, pull up the, the your, your iPhone will like tell you
3: what you can like search by wine bottles. Can you go la- like search label or something? Well, you That's just look.
2: Funny. I just scanned last year, so. You know, you find all these photos of people. I mean, we then ju- Bart just read off about you know twenty five different guests.
0: Well, so, I mean, let's start at the beginning. Uh, start at the beginning. Yeah.
1: Why? W- why would we ever do that, Bart? Let's start. <laughs> let's start in the middle. Doing the reverse <laughs> and then head back. Let's start in the middle <laughs> and head <laughs> backwards, and <laughs> then you come around, around to the front. Yeah, you're well, right.
2: The That's Cheers, the way it's
0: fam. gonna go. Okay. So happy
2: New
1: Year, guys. Happy New
2: Year. Bart.
3: Mm, and a big thank you to everyone for last year i mean that was we had a good year episode Um, 300 episode 300 and um i had a fun year at work we had a fun way to finish the year with the with the marty show that was yeah
2: well and then of course you had uh the big party out at the denmark barn with big
1: party at denmark uh, barn got a couple got a couple big ones planned katherine russell for was awesome too yeah. uh, oh really yeah no, no oh, details really yet. no details yet but uh <laughs> right we're working on some stuff no, same, same, same. And it's
0: not like we're not releasing the details we don't have the details <laughs> but something's gonna happen <laughs> well, right and it's say. gonna be great yeah. it's gonna be awesome perfect <laughs>
1: Well,
2: yeah. And you know, we started off, I was just saying one of my favorite episodes was Elaine, Chuck and Brown and Randall Graham, right? at the end. So there you of go. There. Right to the, right end, the, end, the end, of end of the year. The well, the but year. that's okay because it was short term memory to, happened to be one of my favorite shows. I really hadn't met Randall before <laughs> uh, yeah. or Elaine. So that was really good for me. Uh,
1: you know, Elaine is interesting. Wow. Elaine is one of the great minds of
0: wine period. And shout out to Elaine for new uh, one of the new reviewers for. I've already we're already wine. sending her
1: gifts and
0: congrats bribery. I, I I mean you know something's going on at the wine enthusiast. I, it yeah, appears like
1: some stepping it up a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: Like step over that other W S wine thing magazine
1: thing. What,
3: thing. Whatever could you mean? But, but, yeah. Well, hey. has anyone seen a picture of Esther with the? I think i saw a picture of her with her new child
1: well, so both yeah. esther and um jessica uh who we haven't got oh. on the show yet but we, e- well esther mobley esther yeah <laughs> and jessica and i'm um, jessica last name will write for wine it's such a great handle <laughs> that i forget her last name um both of the wine writers for the san francisco chronicle uh had babies in 2023 um, so now you get now it's like wine bar and baby footage on the Instagram. <laughs> Who's side. Elaine
2: writing for now?
1: Elaine just uh, named the reviewer for Napa wines for Wine Enthusiast magazine.
0: Okay, right. great. Um,
1: wow. Along with Joe Capo, yeah, um, doing Sonoma for wine for Wine Enthusiast and, magazine, and
0: he's been around for a long time. Yeah, um, maybe even worked at that other magazine. I don't remember. I'd have to go yeah. back and look. <laughs> but yeah. we, said, we don't know that
2: one. Uh, they they do have a nice house in Napa, I'll say that.
1: <laughs> there's nice houses in Napa, John. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of good spots. I
2: like those. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, you know, with we had uh, Charles Beeler and uh, both of the Rollets, Nicole and Xavier. Nicole, and I,
1: I missed the Xavier one, and I'm... Um, Oh, really you know, really I, cool. I really I wanted to try Reed's wines. You know, tidings. I I, I love what yeah. he's up to, and and Enterprise Vineyards has got a great vineyard that we're farming for him and his family. Um, but I'm really bummed I missed the M- Monsieur Roulet. Um Yeah, I mean, I you I don't know. know. Where it was. I'm glad you guys went on without me.
0: Well, I mean, I think- Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's fair to say that we were all a little skeptical about what it was gonna be about until he started talking um, and, you know, started talking about the organization. And we realized like how much they were doing, oh, you know? Scariest I mean,
3: research I'd ever done for a guest. Yeah, because when it sh- shows up. I found out that, what he was into. And right. I was like, what are we gonna talk about? Cause he's been on every political and news and financial network around the right. world. The global. And, yeah. and does yeah. business with some um, interesting people, let's just say, um, in, some of the well
0: from his past things. I mean, now right. You know, I mean, he's a
3: global global finance financier. Guy,
0: yeah. So, yeah.
2: but yeah. now he's tapping into all his buddies who are also global financiers, and they're pouring money into regenerative organic farming worldwide. Yeah, which I don't is know if awesome. those people
0: are actually doing it, but he's getting the conversation going on. I don't.
2: <laughs> well, they're being supported, and they're they're doing a tremendous amount
1: of work. Um. By the way, this champagne is. Freaking delicious! So this I kept is. Meant to, I, I kept meaning to spit. I have like a lunch. I have to go to a nap. I got to drive after this. I have <laughs> things to do today. I kept meaning to spit it out, and it's uh, impossible it's to. Too good. It like can't. It, it is. A, it's a one-way valve wine.
0: You know, it goes in, it can't go back out. So, <laughs> so the, the Brian, interesting thing pour? about this wine is that this um, wine, uh, Steve gave it to who? One of you guys. It, you it gave it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So Steve Law yeah, so from tell, McLaren. Yeah, story.
1: Shout out to Steve Law.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steve Law from McLaren, he has spent quite a bit of time in France and he uh, befriended Guy Michel, right? Yeah. Guy. Um, and oui, um, Guy. has has bought um, a lot of uh, champagne from him in the past. And one thing that he did a number of years ago with a few friends is they imported like 60 cases of it.
1: Like brought in a pallet.
0: Brought in a pallet and then divided it up amongst themselves. And so he hadn't done it in a number of years. He did it this year, but this is a 2007. Yeah. but this was not taken off. Um, it wasn't the the cat, what is the term called when you disgorge? It was not disgorged until like eight months ago or 10 months ago. So this is like 14 years
1: on or 13 or, well, it was a 2007. so yeah, it's probably 13 years. Uh, on is it Lee's? I mean, I don't know. On on dosage, on right? non lees. and it
3: almost tastes like s- some champagnes, and I think a couple American sparklings will age the dosage in barrel, and mm. then when they put the dosage in, it has a little because the vinclair the
1: vin claire in
3: barrel. Yeah, so it yeah. has a little bit it has of a that, little,
1: like oaky, almost. Yeah, yeah. It, it is not f- too dissimilar from. Uh, the the under the wire wine we had at New Year's Eve, we we splurged. You know, totally blew the budget on on five or six cases. Of, Sam,
3: if you do it every time, you can't call it like just it's just it's a business brand. model. It's just a
1: business model. <laughs> Blow the budget is the business model. Um,
0: <laughs> uh we oh, served we did, the, we did the business model again we did the business model again don't tell phil
1: <laughs> what do you think
2: where do i think i learned
0: the business model <laughs>
2: you know one thing baked that we, apple one thing but, that we did yeah, last year are, yeah. uh that was really interesting and i think bart was pretty much behind it was you know coming into talking about the ecology much much more we yeah. had anna nicholas
1: right kim kimberly nicholas uh, kimberly my nicholas, thank you. former neighbor nor Road. Uh, I don't think actually. I remember You know, professor
2: like in at the Lund University in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah. also, she's been down at Stanford, starting their whole new right. program on ecology and and, and climate. climate. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Um, I remember while you guys were talking, I took the quiz that she brought up, and you know, determined that Your I am,
1: carbon footprint. Uh, yeah,
2: I'm. I'm. I'm not a denier, but I'm certainly. Our family does add to it, especially because we've got two, you know, cars. Right. And Joan travels internationally by jet. I mean, it's all
0: about the jets, right? It's. I mean, that's what she had said to us. If, yeah. Taylor Swift. That's the big. Um, the the big.
3: It's <laughs> the one issue my daughter has with Taylor Swift. She's flying around. back and forth to the Kansas City Chief games on her personal jet. Yeah.
0: PJ to go see. Yeah. The Travis Kelsey. Or? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, John, to your point, like, yes, we had Anna Britann from Napa Green, which yes. I know that when we had Napa Green originally. Right. We got to have Napa Green back because right. Napa
1: Green went, took, I mean, after, especially after talking with Pam last, last month. We got a to, Napa Green took a big step. In yeah, 2023. a
0: big step. And so that's that's important. I think at the time we were we wanted to have or I wanted to have them on because I wanted them to talk about the program that they were putting on. It was a step in the right direction. But but at the time we were like, well, what about, you know, no, no um, herbicides? And she said, well, we recommend it, but we don't have anything really f- uh, forcing people to do it. And now they're actually giving wineries a path to do it and that's part of their certification. So that's a huge shout out yeah, to them. Yeah, big time. Um, uh, Dr. Sa- Shash- Sasha Burlman. Sasha Berlman. Berlman. Sasha yeah. Berlman.
1: And, we'll get, we'll, and we'll get Fire Forward back on here too. Yep. Um, Elton
3: Sloan was one of my faves. Just because he came on knowing that Robert Craig was you know right. known for cabs and he brought us a bunch of Rhone stuff. Yeah. He had a great sense of humor about it. It was it, I had fun uh, with that show.
0: Chris Tynan from um, Christopher Tynan <laughs> R- Wines and also... Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he works somewhere important.
0: Big yeah. in oh, well, I mean. Well,
1: he worked at Coglin, He's mm, M- Colgan. Yeah, Colgan, Colgan. Colgan. And, and married to
0: one of our all time faves, Katie Bunchu. Yep. And um, uh, and then yeah. uh, is the winemaker at Cliff. Isn't that they? Cliff Letting. Isn't in. that Chris Tynan? Is, yeah.
1: Is Katie's. then they have a baby. I had have no, no idea. Baby, yes, seriously? Yes, yes.
2: Uh,
0: yes. <laughs>
3: I, I've, so. I've blocked it out because I'm hoping to. <laughs> <Bird one> day. <laughs>
0: you know what brian uh, it goes back to that whole thing right it's She's, the she has older, she brothers, older brothers man so it doesn't work for 40 you. hectares for sure but brian. no older but no older brian, brothers it yeah. doesn't matter doesn't uh know.
2: brian think taylor swift instead all right all right
0: and of course you know uh, along with you know forward thinkers hardy wallace certainly comes under that one
1: yeah hardy uh Extra dimensional. Top five yeah. new tasting room in, in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, and, sure. and like the list of just like insane Napa institution edifices. And then our buddy Hardy's, you know, little spaceship over there. Um, so that was great. That was great. Great,
3: weird, for the, the weirdest dinner I ever did. Or the, the <laughs> weirdest the dinner I, I did that, last year. Yeah, the, the winemaker wine thing. maker dinner at yeah. Valley where he pulled out all the aromatic um, oils and we put them on sticks. And this whole dinner just turned into this. I mean, that whole restaurant just smelled like all kinds of things from all over the world. Yeah. Maybe next time they'll do it outside. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of course, a family reunion for Sam with uncle Tony. The
1: uncle Tony one. uh, um, And I I think, you know, not to take credit for things, but he's, his Instagram account has been much more um, openly critical of the current state of of the natural wine world. Um, And his little, like, takedown of it at one point. And, you know, and we kind of, like... It was awesome. With with Uncle Tony, you know, (laughs) um, we wanted the history and the story and, and his perspective of things. And he's a little older, so he remembers stuff more than my dad does and maybe slightly less slightly better memory i don't know it's it's a toss up um but is he older the, than your dad he's a he's a few years older than my dad he's the older brother um the, and the stories were great and things that i'd never you know piece or like filling in pieces that i'd never knew and and stuff like that um but his sort of assessment of this concept of what natural wine many natural wines have become um it worth going back and listening to that one in general
3: we Hold
2: did on. a little bit of traveling last year we went up to see uh jim Petricelli, bonded winery what number 113. 97 113 it
1: yeah. was low it was a low number yeah. That's for sure,
2: <laughs> and uh, that was really interesting. you know, you know I would love getting up there into a different county and or a
1: area. Yeah, yeah. still county, Sonoma County, you know. but yeah, yeah. That, um know you guys went to lunch or something. I drove the long way out through out of Dry Creek West Side Road, West Side Road, and that just like yeah, um, it's a nice place. You know, it, a I have some. You know, we did my Phil farmed some places up there when I was a kid, so there was some like. Coming, you know, some nostalgia or like you know, vague memories coming back. But um, yeah, it's it's cool to be up there. Yeah. Um, well, there are a couple
2: nice wineries on on West End Road up there. Oh, there's there. a bunch there, of there, nice yeah. wineries
1: up there. Yeah, for sure. I
3: mean, UNTI well, right is UNTI on No, no UNTI's
0: uh, on off of on Dry Creek, on Dry Creek Road. Right. No, West Dry Creek is um, uh, Rocchioli. Yeah, yeah it's west um,
3: like, uh, uh East side, west side. Yeah, west side. yeah. Um,
2: it's a t- tremendous place. I mean, it's out there in nature. Beautiful stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah. like that. Yeah. And,
0: you know, and, and again, uh, Dry Creek Valley um, is a is a beautiful area, to, you know, and very different than here.
2: Well, we did do um, Tor Kenward in Napa also, yeah. Andy Beckstoffer in Napa. I think
3: he just got a few more hundred points under his
2: belt recently. recently. Tor? Tor? Yeah. Excellent. We saw Danny Fay over there. Didn't get him on the interview, but... Uh, he was he's working with Tor, right? No? He's
1: now he's now working for Tor Kenward, Yeah, Yeah, he's the GM. Yeah.
2: And then Ren Harris came over here from right. That's right. That was quite nice.
1: The Ren uh, the Ren one um, might be one of my fa- my favorite of yeah, of That was a great one. Those, the stories Peter that he Warren. had and and um, you know what he means to Napa Valley. As somebody, you know, he wasn't necessarily a winemaker. Um, you know, he was a farmer, but but more as like somebody who understood the value of the land before anybody else did and and kept it that way and didn't let it become Menlo Park or Walnut Creek. Yeah.
0: And 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 Tor also to, you know, I mean, was up there, identified it early, you know, worked in the business to try to um help move it along, remember? I think it was Tor that Said originally about the what was the comment about? Um, come to visit the day, but but go home, go at, home night. at night. <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. and that was kind of the attitude. It, it, that was when he was at Behringer, and that was what they were looking for: is come up during the day, but then go away. Yeah. And how that's changed? Um, oh yeah, downtown Napa is thriving. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's bu- still weird though. Busy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so
2: right. I, I had a chance to go to uh, Angile. Angel, yeah, Angel. Angel, Angel yeah. the other day, and it was awesome for lunch, man. Yeah. I mean, not cheap, but it sure yeah. was a great lunch. So. But when
3: people are here visiting and they ask, where should we go in Napa? I think the first thing out of our mouth is always Paradigm. Yeah, totally. You, we're like, you need I to mean, go to Paradigm and sit on the back porch and yeah. um, look out at those grapes.
1: Well, and it's one of those places, like, it, it creates such perspective on what napa has become um because they've been there you know for so long and watch it all sort of like build out around them and and you know had some responsibility for it but also um stand in sort of stark contrast to you know the the edifices well,
3: from wine. the barrel room. I mean when we walked in there right. we were like what the fuck is that going on in here? How do you room. get these barrels in and out of here? Like there's no real room for a forklift really, or yeah. and then you're you're doing the tasting looking at his vineyard where you know the cabs are 120 bucks or something but then just beyond that you're looking at Harlan where you know the wines are 800 plus dollars going up to promontory <clears throat> and Ren's still keeping it real.
2: I like that. Yeah. You know and you have to. I'm just still not sure why anybody pays eight hundred dollars for anything I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you what know, can I say? right now
1: you can go on the internet, John, and get a pink Stanley insulated mug for like seven hundred dollars because there's not enough of them for all the people that want them, and you know they put them out on the grocery at uh, the hardware store and they disappear because there's this whole. Have you guys read about this whole yeah, thing? It's crazy. This whole like Stanley Cup phenomenon at some like I TikTok you're talking about Stanley mouse not, oh, not no. Stanley <laughs> mouse and not hockey ed the uh, old the old
3: thir- uh, the old like Stanley, thermoses. Yes, well, Stanley right, but now thermoses. They're like hydroplastic. Right.
0: And, and and the question is why yeti still yeti still keep things colder longer so why what is it because the
1: Damn, uh, social, because media social media influence social media because of know. TikTok and when well, oh yeti might be a little too maga for some people um and, um, pink. They did like that's oh, the thing that like really blew up this. That's why it all blew up this week. Is was the you know, color of pink. There, there's this whole like it and and it's probably great marketing. It is great marketing. They they did a Galentine's line and this whole like concept of Galentine's Day where like instead of waiting around for a man to give you the the valentine's day gifts that you want is like women giving each other valentine galentine's day Hmm. like taking each other out for pedicures and spa treatments and and instead of like valentine's day is like some romantic thing um and they did a galentine's day line and i think that that like (laughs) they tapped into something and nailed it and it went viral and and now they're all sold out and so therefore, $800 bottles no, of thanks. Harlan Cabernet because they tapped into something of put know, it.
2: Put it in your Stanley and you got a $1,600 it, probably, deal. You know,
1: I'm sure that there is a 750 milliliter uh, Stanley cup in pink that you can get and fit an entire bottle of $1,000 Cabernet and you can just sip it all day long at soccer practice
0: or whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I got for Christmas this year is I got a Yeti. um bottle chiller
1: Mm, but fits around it kind of thing
0: no it sits in it okay and there's a little frozen piece that's on the bottom that keeps it cold and you know the best thing about it brian is the label doesn't come off and it's nice and cold oh my god (laughs) because
1: there's no water (laughs) so you can have your reusable bottles right yes i wonder how many vineyards
2: we've talked about so far have been using biochar Remember that guy from uh, the doctor from Sonoma Ecology Center?
0: I, You know, I, I, I don't know about that. Um, I, I will say that I just recently it? went for a bike ride in Napa. And um, these piles of vines from replanted, uh, replantings stacked. And that's what I was thinking is those are probably sitting there waiting to be biocharred. Yeah, you know? hopefully. And, hopefully uh, yeah. and and you see these, recently I've been seeing these plumes of smoke coming out of the hills that are just single plumes uh, burning pretty clean. And that's what I'm always wondering is there must be biochar. Well,
1: you, yeah, well, there's, there's, you know, like the folks at the Ecology Center and the biochar that they're talking about, which is... Sort of produced in a more you know scientific kind of way, right? But there's all you can create, and this is probably what a lot of what you're seeing is you can kind of make a biochar oven, um, you know, in the field, right, with a mound of dirt and a right. barrel and a pipes and you know some right. galvanized pipe. So, um, I guess I don't use galvanized pipe
0: anymore. Um, yeah, it's just all it's in just, it's, it's all in how you burn the fire right. is
3: what it is, right? right? Um, well, and shout so out burned. to Karen at Conscious Containers. Looks like they're Making some, moves. she making some moves. Okay. They had a whole line of bottles now. I think it was eight to or ten different so, bottles that yeah. you can choose from.
0: So, so it's um, it's ten. So it's five types of glass, um, both cork finish or um, or or screw on screw cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is they they don't have the what they're doing is they're getting ready to put together an order. They want to have the glass shipped from. It's a I think the the glass is actually from China, um, but it's a French company. um, And they say reusable on the bottle, um, uh, embossed. Um, And what they're hoping to do is um, if people order that and you return it, you're going to get a credit back. If you talk to somebody and get them to buy some of the glass, you're going to get a kickback from Conscious Container to um thank you for spreading the word
3: wow um, and all of this in direct conflict with the new crv laws that are going to motivate us to recycle our recycle bottles. the bottles and now we have to put them put it on our labels now the right. crv for wine spirits
0: yeah, I'm still working on getting someone to come in and talk about that with us. Um, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was I'm over the holidays. That, yeah. No, I, I actually No, you and everyone found, else. I mean, yeah. it's still... But I found contacts, um, but it was just during the holidays, couldn't put it together for a day.
2: Have you guys changed your... We are,
0: you
1: know, it's... It ha- it's a subtle redesign, but you're redesigning... Basically, if you look at the back of our bottle, um, where the government warning rag box is... Um, sort of shifting that and shifting the the lettering on that uh, it has to say what it has to say
0: but putting C A C R V
2: do you
1: have no. to I uh, forgot
0: someone had, someone has done it and posted it and it really doesn't look that bad maybe Tim Gatto it, it, yeah, I've maybe I was to, a I've, Tim Gatto I've thing. talked to Tim Gatto yeah.
1: I was in fact I talked to him earlier today about I him. mean
0: it 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 actually is less distracting than the government um warning um thing because it's just C A, yeah.
1: And I'm just putting it down with the government warning. And it's just like kind right. of, it's the part of the label that we print that nobody ever reads, right? right? It's like it just kind of dis- every because it's on every label and it just sort of disappears uh, in the into the ether. Do and, they actually
2: spec how what type size that? Oh, has to oh yeah. Be? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, okay, it's like pot.
1: actually what uh, you know. The weirdest one is the, the cans.
3: The TT... The, what about the cans that that's that the crV thing has to be on the top of the can for some reason I read that in the in the whole thing it has to be on the the top so I think they don't want it on the wrap it anyway that was' to put it on the bottom I don't I don't know anyway I'm buying a truck I'm quitting I'm gonna go around collecting wine bottles <laughs> and I'm Excellent. gonna retire at the end of this year Hear that, yeah. both right. the People, you if you're looking for a job, call Sam. <laughs> new opening,
0: <laughs> new 20, opening.
3: Twenty-five cents? What is it? Twenty-five cents? No, no, five no. Cents a it's piece. only ten cents a bottle. Ten cents a bottle. You're
1: gonna be working hard for this. You're talking, you're a twenty a case. Yeah. And and then now, the, the, of course, the debate is which wineries will be like Seven Eleven when you go in and buy something and you see, you know, the bottle that you bought and then mm. another 10 cent charge for the CRV and who, which, and I think probably most of the sort of higher end luxury kind of brands, um, you know, your bottle price is going to be a dollar more next Just year and ten cents in. of it is yeah. going to go to the CRV and you'll, you'll never actually see it as a customer, as a consumer, right. you'll never actually see it on there.
2: Um, on their I wanted phone. to ask both of you guys, um, about let's go back to biochar real quick. That guy was the only person that we've had on who brought in scientific studies that said if you implement this, you will get much this much more uh, production per acre, and they had the studies on it. Well, and they
0: had I, I they had a really- study for their. They're that one particular ranch, right? That was a guy, a, a farmer down in Monterey County. Um, you know, they're a large production thing and that was the results of their studies. Um, I, I, I just I, found it fascinating that somebody actually came in and said, if you do this, B,
2: you, a, you can, um, you know, get these kinds of results. And yeah, I thought that was fascinating. Nobody else has had yeah, a yeah. scientific statement of increased production yeah. and
0: yield. It's it's still farming though, and every year is going to be different. <laughs> right. You know about so, the biochar
1: in the world if the rain falls when it's not supposed to and right. the sun shines when it's not supposed to. It doesn't, it, you know, your production will be your production.
0: But it, it kind of goes back to that same thing. Why are we doing it? We're doing it because it's the right thing to do. You know, I mean, it doesn't always have to be for profit and. Um,
2: well, increased and, yield from utilizing a system is a good thing. And
1: it's what you should do. It it could also just mean that there's more fruit for Enterprise Vineyard's crews to drop. I mean, you know, increased yield doesn't always mean increased quality. Right. Uh,
0: and, uh, and, were they and, talk, and
2: Did they talk it, about quality? No, that well, well. No, because, about because, pills, yeah,
0: but yeah that, and, and that was again. Is like, what is the motivation of the farmer? Right, and going back right. to it, and not to take anything away from, it, they're doing the right thing or trying to do the right thing. But it was a large production ranch in Monterey County. I mean, it's it's it doesn't have complete um, connection to every situation. Right, that, right? Uh, but that said,
1: if a large production why in monterey county i don't know if you've seen those grape prices but they're not what we pay right for sure they're not what we get paid for grapes around here they're a lot lower um if they can do the right thing and actually have it increase the margins or help their margins as opposed to hurt their margins um you know maybe that means more people will do the right thing right so um
0: i mean mm. I, it goes back to also to the idea of um, getting people to convert from conventional farming to, you know, not using herbicides is, you know, there are, there are people that don't farm that way that say, oh, there's really no benefit. Nobody's making more money on it. I, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily true. You can, you know, if someone's willing to pay more for um, organically farmed grapes um, and pay more for the grapes, then. Everybody is doing better.
2: Well, um, you look at strawberries at Sonoma Market. One's four ninety nine, one's five ninety nine. I always buy the organic. You know, and as Sam said, I mean, I brought up one day somebody had told me anything was with appeal what wasn't an issue. But you're talking about systemic yeah. treatment, and therefore, I anything I can buy as organic, I do, and I don't mind paying a buck more for it. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. You, know. you know, one of the most right. fascinating. It also,
1: also, it also shows is. that you don't have a small child with an organic berry habit that'll put you <laughs> in <laughs> the <house> Because the <laughs> difference between a rack of organic raspberries or strawberries versus the conventional ones uh, at the rate that a five year old or four year old can consume those. Um, even as an organic advocate, you go, oh my God, can I buy some a cheap ones? Conventional <laughs> strawberries for once? But no.
2: And they're supposed to be the, like, the number one thing. Oh, yeah. they're 99.9% the, totally. berries <laughs>
1: for sure. You got to, like, rinse the hell out of those. <laughs> Get that stuff oh. off there.
2: But one of the most fascinating ones we had was Ada Limon, a poet. Talk and about that's a fascinating.
1: feeling overmatched in a, an episode and worried about what we were going to talk about. And, like, uh, and it was like, okay. And I think we pulled it off. Um,
2: <laughs> so yeah. when does Europa launch this 2024 right should be yeah. i think it,
1: I, I think so did we all put a message on it is that it I, I got it? a message on it yeah i think i did something i don't know um, well they allowed
2: you to you know yeah they said put it on we'll we'll do it so are they etching her poem on the outside of this thing was that the I, actual I think so, usage yeah so she wrote a poem about europa and well she wrote so many interesting poems two times poet laureate of the united states that's
1: amazing
2: and what a wonderful lady
1: super impressive and just also such a wonderful person Um, and you know daughter of Sonoma Valley you know it's it's pretty cool and she's doing some great stuff if you're not following along with her on on social media you should I do Uh, A-D-A-L-I-M-O-N she's she's all over the place and, and bringing poetry to the schools and working with kids and and You know, maybe I didn't pay attention to what the poet laureate was doing before. It was somebody that I grew up with, but I don't think, but I don't think they were doing things that were as sort of like public facing in this same way. Um, You know, it's part of it is like the social media age, and she's she's you know sort of nailed that. But it's she's the sort of uh, uh, um, activist style. Poet Laureate, which is, is cool like to see. So.
2: Well, maybe it's also uh, NASA's feeling a little uh, social pressure from SpaceX. <laughs> my insane <laughs> no. guy, Musk, Mos- <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ketamine, Mr. SpaceX Daily Ketamine, blowing up or something. <laughs> oh my god! Um, we did have Uncle Bobby came down here. We with did the Moon co- Mountain. Yeah,
1: talking about the Moon Mountain District of So
2: Chris Cottrell, uh, Phil, and. Um, Robert Kamen. that Finally was they got really Uncle good Bobby on the show. And Bree, uh,
1: Brene, Brene Royal. We had Brene uh, right before she had yeah her King? baby. Right before she had King. Yep. Um, and we're setting up to do Moon Mountain District tasting at Monte Rosso again uh, in 2024, mm. June 1st. Save the date. Mark your calendars. Theme uh, same, same. I think thing. basically the same lineup. Um, just. Just running the back new vintages um i'm I mean hopefully maybe some other wineries participate
3: um well, I've heard over the last six months of people that have come in here and tasting them have talked about not only that April Phil's day but then also the moon mountain district tasting and and we're wondering if that was happening again, so I know people had a really good time, yeah, yeah. like
1: we're we're talking uh, virtual Phil's day for twenty twenty four make it you know bring back the old uh Virtual tastings, put together like a six pack, send it out, have some panelists, um, do a little Zoom cast with it or something. So keep your eyes peeled for that in in the coming year. Are you still looking for Europa over here? What's going I on? I am. Bart? Yeah, sorry. we lost we lost Bart down the down the, <laughs> rabbit hole. the I'm Trying <laughs> to find
0: the date that it launches, but um, yeah,
1: in Bart's mind, he's currently fasting in in the Death Valley. I- <laughs>
0: i, I you, no. is the orb glowing on the mountain, the orb glowing on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. So, these guys are talking about the fact that uh, young Dane Hansen just got back from a uh, nine day trip to Death Valley where he um,
3: took ayahuasca. He,
0: he did not. If he did, it wasn't part of the program um, or any other sort of things. Um, but I did help him he pack was with his Aaron backpack. Rogers. Right, exactly. But yeah, uh, three days uh, solo quest uh, in uh, Death Valley with a tarp, a uh, sleeping bag, um, three gallons of water with some electric lights and, and no food. A gallon of water a day. Yeah. And he said the hardest thing was is just that the wind blew like crazy for you know 12 hours a day and right. um, so but you know nothing he, out
2: there to protect you yeah yeah
0: sure. it, it was really interesting he said it totally sucked but he was really happy he did it and um, i can tell that he's you know gained some confidence in it so that's the most important thing survival's good yeah of course, you we know
1: the kids. Those you know the parents whose kids don't come back from the trip aren't as stoked. But right. whatever, your kid made it. Well, you know what, Hunger Games,
0: and of course we're kind of like Squid Games. We're kind of like <laughs> <teenagers>. <laughs> Terry's. Like, I, I wonder if he's going to want to hang out with us this weekend. And um, he got up this well, morning. You guys sent
1: me to the desert for nine days. By
0: about, no, 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 no. We did not send him. He signed up on its own. We didn't find out about it till they needed parents' signatures. Right. It was all on him. Um, but the first thing this morning is like, when can you take me to Santa Rosa so I can hang out with my friends? <laughs> see you in three days. Um, so but that's all right. That's all right. So uh, I'll, I'll
3: wave to Dane as I'm on one oh one dropping my daughter off at the J C when I see Dane in the in the right. Volvo station Well, And, and we ice. did
0: talk about who that was and where they were going. They were going to Dave's Hot Chicken. Yeah, I guess it was um, him. Yeah, it was him. Yeah. And it was, yeah, they were going to Dave's Hot Chicken. Lesson. Where, where, where? do Dave's
1: anything, even chicken? in the more populated parts of Sonoma County without somebody yeah. you know who knows your parents seeing you and calling you on it. Yeah, good awesome. to know that it hasn't changed in right. 25 right. years. Exactly. <laughs> it's
2: a small town.
1: See, Chicago
2: and New York City, man, they so LA, anonymous. LA, you
1: get away with things. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, you drive 65 me. miles an hour on Madrone Road at 2 o'clock, and by 4.30, your parents are yelling at you about right. it, or so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: also, you know, you, you were uh, shocked when I brought up your favorite wines because I hadn't told you about that. Yeah. But, you know, I I had two that were standouts. I, I started off by talking about the uh, what Chris Cottrell brought for our 300th as a gift uh, under the wire. Uh, San,
0: San, Giacomo San Giacomo sparkling
2: wine. Thank you. And it was a big hit at New Year's. So it was one of my favorites to take home. And the other that I found really excellent was what, Rand harris brought he brought some spectacular ones.
1: that's right i forgot beautiful
2: stuff wow i really enjoyed those. Yeah, i missed that day can we move on please <laughs> sorry about that well what do you remember tasting from 23 oh, john well I mean, okay the I, moon mountain was
1: excellent too. Um, did we have any came when so when when Brene when when chris was here on the show we opened, did he bring it, or did, where did we, the 77 Monoroso Zinfandel, Martini Zinfandel. Oh, Whew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I I went to a crazy a 77? event in, um,
3: where did that come from? I, was that out of Phil's Cellar, or did Brene bring that, or did Chris might bring It might have that? been out of Phil's Cellar, and, and it was interesting because. Or
1: Chris, either that or Chris, Chris
3: brought it. I don't know. But that's what your dad has. Growing up in his vineyard is is it's, martini it's clones martini. from Mara yeah. Rosa. So it's kind of cool to go back, right, fifty years, um, and then that ninety nine San Giovese from Cayman that we had up at mm. your dad's house was a standout of the year. Just just for pure intrigue factor, that I had no idea that they farmed San Giovese up there, and I don't think they do anymore. No, I don't know all, what it the story got is got with cut that over whole to, thing, but Vernage, um, I think. Um, Um, But that was super interesting. That was like a unicorn um, wine. The Sangiovese from Cayman's
1: is one. I mean, when I think of like top five wines of my life, uh, and it was made by Uncle Tony um, under the Gisandra Vittoria label that was Cayman's label before it was Cayman wines. And it was one of those wines where when there's, you know, that last little tiny drop left in your glass instead of just drinking that and filling up your glass with something else. You just kept wanting to like smell it for for 45 minutes with that last little splash in there. Um, And that was I don't know if that was 99 because the 99 had the Cayman label on
3: it. Right. It did.
1: Yeah. So I was thinking probably like 97. That was um, I have it somewhere deep and delectable, which is still sort of around that member. I have a great photo of that was that that was, a, was bailey's like a going a bailey's away away going to party, party yeah, 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 up put yeah. t- my parents ass. um
3: and then for me that that sean the i don't know how to pronounce abelard? it. lard rev de Sipion, the Grenache seramo vedra blend that she brought that was a new wine for them yeah i had had the abelard and the heloise and the rosé but i'd never had that wine before and that had this like graphite mineral core to it that was just you know outstanding wine, I think. New wines, man, fun.
0: Well, and, you know, remember, Chris Tynan also brought some beautiful Rhone wines that day when he was Uh, here. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a wealth of information. Well, you know, Brian,
2: you've had a chance to go into some really interesting cellars while we've been doing the show. Starting, let's, let's talk about Mark Pope's, where he just said, Go down into
3: my cellar and grab anything you want. Those are my favorite kind of rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Where they go, go grab a bottle of wine. You can take whatever you want. There's no restriction. I'm like, oh, we're having cheesecake? Uh, sounds like a <laughs> Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll come to that. Uh, that's right. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having cheesecake made by his wife and drinking my daughter, right. daughter, daughter, was yeah, that his, oh. yep. So
2: we've been there, we've been in Ren Harris's cellar. That was extremely interesting, also
0: very modern. You were in Ren Harris's,
3: no, no, no. I think uh, no, Tor's, Tors. Tors.
0: Uh, that's right, Tor
3: Kenwood, yeah, yep. yeah. And that was really he fun. He had all the greatest hits in that cellar, yeah,
2: yeah. Lots of old heights, as I remember too, so yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That,
0: was his, that was his wine that him into the wine business was whatever 74 heights that you know he said if anybody has some I'll buy it yeah um, and I wanted to
2: ask you Sam and and yeah, both so of you I'm Brian totally lost in uh, uh, no that's okay
0: uh, looking at bottles we'll looking at bottles I want
2: yeah. I I have never been in Phil's cellar can you take a minute and describe Phil's cellar for
1: <laughs> us <laughs> uh, it is the oldest new building you've ever seen.
3: Um, seen that movie, Willow? <laughs> <laughs> no, what movie is Willow? It's like a hobbit house. It is.
1: it is. It is. It's, it's so funny. it's it not sounds like Mike Benziger's. It's not a cave. It's dug out of the side of the hill behind his house and then sort of rock structured out from that with a roof on it. So Cut and cover. Cut and cover. There you go. Cut and cover. Um, with two doors... You know, both ends, um, and the doors came from this guy named, I think, from this guy named Sid Shaw, who was a banker, who went to jail for something. Um, in like In, like, the...
2: Roger, aren't you glad to got out of lady. banking? I think it
1: was, like, something to do with, like, the SNL crash, um, and he lived on the property that was the, the Spreckles estate, almost Spreckles' house on top of Sober Vista Road, um, which is, you know, the the Alma Spreckles. Um, do you know this? You know this story. There's, we have the book around here. So Alma <sighs> Spreckles uh, was this, uh, I'm, forgetting, I'm forgetting what her name was before she got married, um, but she was sort of a muse in the San Francisco art scene. Um, supposedly the statue on the top of the pillar in... Um, uh, Union Square in Square. San Francisco is is Alma. She was the model for it. She as she was fairly young, and one of the the heir to the Spreckles Sugar, Correct. family. Not Adolf, who was the grandfather, but the the, the son. I'm forgetting right? his son's name right now. Um, they got married, and it's the birth the origin of the term sugar daddy, because he was in mm-hmm. the sugar industry and was, you know, 30 years her senior. Excellent. And um, Alma became very wealthy and married a few times after that and owned thousands of acres on Sonoma Mountain uh, From down to the valley floor and one of her husbands loved golf and so the Sonoma golf course She built built the golf course for him that's now like the country club in Sonoma um, A very and, expensive country club, and too. owned most of Sober Vista, owned Sober Vista um, Road,
0: Sober Vista Road, and 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 up Sober Vista the, went all the way down to Sonoma Creek, right, and went as top as the top of the mountain, top of
1: the mountain, and basically up to the state hospital. Yeah, border the state Sober hospital. And then, then, wait, and hold then on, I want to find
3: out to what this has to do with the doors. So the doors to the <laughs> cellar
1: came from her house. So was did he get the
3: doors first, or did he? Oh,
1: uh, absolutely. He had the doors for years before he, um, wow, built the. This is that's a very Phil way of, like, find the window, build the house around it. Yeah, uh, dude,
0: that's my entire tasting room, office is stuff that I've been (laughs) collecting over all these years. You're like
1: been waiting to put this into a tasting room, right? That you didn't even have a wine brand for, right? Exactly. (laughs) Future thinking. <laughs> Future thinking. So, no, so, called so These there's old doors, like old wooden doors um, with little windows at the top, um, big arched doors. And um, you go in, it's probably 30 feet long, I would say. Narrow dugout building. Uh, dig and cut, what do you call it? Cut and cover. Cut and cover. Um, cinder block walls both sides from floor to ceiling with bottles uh, he's now put a center column with more bottles in the middle um, boxes stacked everywhere uh, my mom's canning there's a spot that's like that was her little carve out Is you know when she makes pickles and cans things out of the garden tomato sauce and stuff like that um, goes in there um, other than that and it's dusty there's spider webs um, it's Trichons. It's European. It's European. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. There's definitely like a Black Widow that lives in there and probably a family of mice. Yeah. Yeah. And the stock? Uh, you know, mostly shots enough to pop, big shots enough to pop section. Um, some old Sonoma. Some old Sonoma. Some Katuri left. Um, you know, a little bit of. From, you know, different properties that he's farmed. Uh, some Oakville Ranch, some Cayman. Uh, a fair amount of Mayakamas, especially old Mayakamas. Um, lots of random shit. Uh, he's got a bottle of, like, 40-something Bordeaux. Ooh. Um, he has a bottle of Chardonnay from the early 80s, made by Manfred Crankle, for... What? Um, Nancy Silverton's first famous restaurant in L.A., which the name I'm I'm blanking on the name right now, but Nancy Silverton was like La Brea Bakery, right? And uh, has now a bunch of famous, you know, a bunch of like Michelin star a Michelin star restaurant in L.A. and and a pizza, um, and they went to college together at Sonoma State, and when she opened this restaurant, Manfred Mankel, Crankle made a Chardonnay with like a, you know, like it's got like a, um. Upside down version of a of a Christmas story, stocking clad leg on it. I think it might be called Legs. Is the is the and label. this is before Synquonan. This Cinquanon? is pre Synquonan. Huh. Yeah.
3: Um. And did you say Manfred went to Sonoma State? No, no. Nancy Silverton went to uh, Sonoma State. Okay. My dad. Okay. So if you had to walk in there, and I'm going to
2: ask you this also, Brian, what would you go for immediately? Like, what would be your choice of a bottle for this uh, morning?
1: done this and i've gotten in trouble uh the shops the shops oh uh, yeah uh, there's the, uh jean-louis Chav from hermitage. from hermitage um particularly the chave Blanc with age on it um is what i would grab and i did that the, the night that um the last dinner ever at the harvest moon and he wasn't there he was in tahoe or traveling or something and um
2: does he get pissed
1: well, he told me pick out whatever you It was one of those, like, go pick out whatever you want. But you then go. You, you go and you pick out whatever you want. <laughs> and then you open it. And then you tell him what you open. And he goes, oh, well, what I really meant was go pick out whatever you want. But the shove. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: Brian, if you go into a cellar,
1: what would
3: you choose? Oh, I have no idea. The last time I was in there was four, five years ago. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's not some place where, like, we go. Hang, <laughs> hang on a regular basis. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i just remember i have being in there and it's fun it's fun when you go in someone else's cellar yeah. and it's it's one thing when someone's very organized like tours where everything is displayed like it's a display cellar but i i really like the ones that are like fills where it's 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 not made for people to walk in and look around it is literally a storage unit for wine which makes it more fun because you almost feel like it's kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark shit where Absolutely. it's like stuff stacked on top of stuff yeah. and, and yeah, spider webs and dust. Yeah, I mean, it's like American boxes. pickers yeah. gone wrong, um, <laughs> totally. which which makes it more fun. Well, sellers are unique. We got into
2: one, it's just a, a small winery in, in Burgundy that we stopped by, bought a couple of bottles, and he kind took us into his basement and he's got racks and racks of unlabeled bottles. Well,
0: that's how they do it there. Yeah.
2: And and there's like a half an inch of dust and spiderwebs yeah. all, all all over. There yeah. must be a thousand down there. Yeah. That was fascinating. I love that.
1: Yeah, that's the the French method is you don't label the bottle until you pull it out of the cellar. Right. So they have it all stored by vintage. And when they pull the bottles out, and that's when you see those bottles, you know like the classic French bottle that has a label and then on the neck is a, a smaller label that has just a sticker that says the vintage on it um so they'll, they'll have god those.
3: forbid you clean it it's like when you're making bread or charcuterie or cheese or you're storing wine if it if if, if everything's going well don't fuck with it don't touch that <laughs> bottle just yeah. just leave it <laughs>
1: you're only <laughs> yeah. gonna mess it up totally.
3: i can't wait to
2: get back there you know a couple weeks in, in march and a week in april and we're starting in Burgundy and then heading south, then cross over the
3: country.
1: Have you cleared this travel with the rest of the podcast crew? Do we know where you're leaving? Is it on the calendar? You do now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and
3: what you're getting for us? And then, exactly. I will how bring big of a bag toys. are you bringing? I will back bring
2: toys, I can guarantee. All right. and, uh, and then head over to the Loire, up to Le Mans, drive the track. Hell, I haven't wow. been there since 87. And. Um, and then up to uh, Monet's place, stay in Giverny a couple days, and a week in Paris.
1: So what you're saying is life is good for John Myers, and we should sell oh, yeah, you is. some. No, it, next week when it comes out. It's a good thing. <laughs> I,
2: I, I love the Autotet. Are you kidding? And you know, Campanelli, Campanelli, Campanile, Campanile. Yeah,
1: Campanile was was that was Nancy Silverton's restaurant. Uh, yeah, it that, says that, that in '89,
0: Silverton and her then husband, chef, the late Mark Peel. And Manfred Crankle opened the restaurant. Oh.
1: Huh. Well, Sam, so, so that was probably... I think I think the one is like in 87, 88, 86, 87, 88. Yeah. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
2: But you keep traveling. You've been to Atlanta this year, been to LA quite a number yeah. of times.
1: Where else? Uh, you go to Tahoe? DC. DC. Um, last year we did, a, we did... Actually, like, one of the first times in a decade that I did a more than a week vacation that had no wine work whatsoever. We did, uh, Philadelphia, uh, uh, the Jersey shore, just south of Atlantic city. And then Cape Cod where where my aunt lives, you know, family trip, um, this year, uh, and this will be an adventure. Um, we're going to Hawaii for 10 days with, um, the family that Althea has sort of like we've done like a nanny share with. So there's this little girl who's a month older than Althea that she's basically grown up with since before she could walk. Um, so we're gonna go spend a basically be told what to do by five year olds for Maui? 10 days in Kona. Oh, nice, got. excellent. Um, beautiful, you know, Bring travel business travel wise. Uh, well, we got um. You a whole open lot Atlanta? of it, a whole lot of more Atlanta happening, not just for me, but uh, for Paul and Jasmine. Um, Atlanta's going, popping. Atlanta's popping. The High yeah, Museum wine auction, uh, and then Phil and Jasmine will go to the the Tulsa the um, Philbrook um, wine event. In, Phil in, thought
3: it was a celebration of Phil's. Phil's. Yeah.
1: Phil's <laughs> in, Phil and his creeks. Um, so, and, so you
0: are going to hospice then,
1: and 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 I'm going to hospice. Uh, yeah. Hospice is basically the same week as, as Passover this year. So I'm actually right now looking at flights from Burbank. So just so you guys know, you're going to have to pick me up at uh, the the Tri-Cities Airport in Pasco, Washington, sometime on Wednesday the, the 24th uh, before the tasting start. Um, FYI, uh, because I'm going to be flying. From, I,
0: I'm, I'm out. I'm not making you're it.
1: You're no hospice for
0: BART. No, you know you're what? You're opening a tasting room. You guys can't go nowhere. Right. I got to <laughs> work. Right. And it costs money. Oh, right. And unfortunately, it, it's, all, yeah, just okay. not going to make it this year. It's a bummer. So we're
1: going to drive all our shit up in our truck then. We just borrow your truck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have people. You know. We have
1: trucks. We so definitely have trucks. I mean, and you JJ guys are doing the, the DTC, yeah.
2: DTC conference coming up. DTC.
1: So this is actually we, this this next week. Next week? Next week? Um, oh, this is, I think, well, and and here's satisfied, so actual agreement, but we'll talk. I mean, next week is what's become now a tradition is like this crazy week for me, which is DTC conference, right into my favorite conference of the year, all time, Eco Farm, which is Eco Farm.
0: I don't think it's a tradition until you've done it like for five years, and there's only the second think, year of I'm, DTC. So. Fair enough. We'll see if
1: we'll see if we get invited back. Right. <laughs> uh, but there is still. I, I was I was talking to Barbara Gorder. Um, she's expecting the DTC conference to sell out. Uh, so if you're listening to this as it comes out this weekend, and you haven't signed up, and you want to come down, the the list of of keynotes and workshops is amazing. We're gonna do. Uh, a day of interviewing different speakers and um you know the free the grapes people and just sort of like the update on on what's happening with getting wine Those, to you where you live when it's not sonoma or napa or yeah. california um is is always fascinating the guy from it.
0: free the grapes was worth the price of everything last time he oh. was so good and and he's back mj
1: gonna sure. be there i uh, know i no mj this year um I think, I think I think they blew the budget on me and MJ last year, and it's all, it's all different this well, year. I actually,
0: uh, and sorry, Barbara, but I did have some people contact me because they want to go, but the price went up significantly, and it's taken them, them well, out of their budget. Because
1: when you listen to us talk about it the first time on the show, and there's the early bird pricing, which is now
0: expired. No, she, yeah, it would, yeah. Anyway. So, anyway,
1: yeah, you know, putting on conferences is expensive. Yeah, you.
0: absolutely. So, um,
1: but so that's that'll be that's next week, and then I go right from there, literally haul ass as fast as I can to Echo Farm to to the wine tasting of of Eco Farm uh, Thursday. Where's that held this year? That's that is always at In the Solimar Conference Grounds, uh, basically between Pacific Grove and Pebble Beach. <laughs> nice. Um, I Love that. It, it, you place, know it's man. it's just such an amazing place. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And to bring organic farmers from truly all over the world, um, together to talk about stuff. The regenerative conversations have been amazing. It's all, you know, talking about climate focused, focused. And this year, what I'm really excited about, um, four of the six, um, members of the enterprise vineyards contingent that are going down there are native Spanish speakers. Um, and you know, a couple of guys who've worked for us for a long time and, and, um, You know, are sort of now in management and leadership positions, and going down there, and and so I'm stoked on that. Uh, You know, make sure that the organic part of the farming that we do, and I don't mean we just enterprise vineyards, but as far as an industry, um, isn't just more white people telling brown people what to do. Um, is yeah you know, is an integrated regenerative thing and and you know it's the way that these guys grew up their families farmed in Mexico um, you know it's 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 a heritage. Of of agriculture that um, we need to build on and nurture. So I'm, yeah. s- I'm stoked on that.
0: And and, and they've been doing a, a They've been doing seminars in Spanish for, for a, a number of time. years. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the whole and, track
1: of Spanish speaking. Right. And and, and, and you know uh,
0: the Unified Symposium is coming up in Sacramento in a couple of weeks. And you know shout out to them because they've like for a decade have always offered a certain amount of classes for Spanish speakers. And so um, there's there's no excuse anymore. To, do you go to Unified? I, I go over to walk the um walk the floor just for right, trade can, show, right. um there's not really much that pertains, right. um for small little guys like us, um unless you're you know looking for something but, um so no no I'm gonna looking be first w- piece
1: of equipment to tasting get room. Jamie Cutch to buy tasting room tasting room tasting room, room. room Bart you're opening a tasting room are you gonna pour Chenin Blanc in your tasting room
0: uh, no because we will be sold out Fuck yeah, very quickly. You will. <laughs> Glenn Ellen Star just added it to their list and they nice. will they will close it out for us. Wow. So,
2: so are you increasing production on that next year?
0: Uh, well we have to actually see how sales go before we'll do that. But I thought um, you said
2: you were sold out.
0: I I, I am. But that That's was a good after, thing, John. That's, yeah, yeah. That was really? after the um, you know, after the accident. So we, we wouldn't have been sold out, but we had <laughs> ah, the incident. So
2: how many um, more gallons in that amphora? I'm sorry? How many more gallons were in that amphora? Uh, uh,
0: Two thirds of the production was lost in the amphora. Ooh. So, um, but. Okay. Um, do it again. Do it again. Right. Bart. But, but. <laughs> and what did people was, it, say when it they... was
1: worth it to put pieces of broken amphora Thank in you. people's wine glove boxes, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. As
0: a matter of fact, it's interesting. There's a fountain out in front of the tasting room, and it's very cool. It runs off a rock. Right. And the bottom needs like something to. Uh, to like be a basin right and i think i'm going to take uh pieces of the amphora and line it you
1: know yeah totally lean in i am i'm right yeah sad day um no and and you're turning
3: glen ellen into a cool daytime like it used to be glen ellen you could go there and you could go to talisman um I don't even know. At some point, that was like one. I feel like that was like the only tasting room. Oh, Kiebelstad, I think, was there on the corner for a while. Eric Ross Ross, was there for a while.
0: Eric Eric Ross has been there, you know, as far as the small wineries, the longest. And Eric was actually originally across the street um, where Songbird Parlor is now. Right. Um, And so that was even before and Vine.
3: But um, now it's like you guys have a little posse yeah. Passaggio and Shermeister Talisman. You know, Laurel <laughs> Glenn and yeah, you got it all I mean you gotta you're in a cool little community.
0: Yeah, it should be great, you know, yeah. and then, you know, not to, not to forget, we have Chris Loxton there also, and yep. you know, Lassiter's are there and Wellington, um, Wellington and um, yeah, you can so, spend the
3: whole day. You can spend two days, yeah. three days, just sure. in Glen Ellen.
0: Well, the Glen Ellen Wine Trail um, is, you know, we're actively doing um, some promotions together. Talisman, Schermeister, uh, Laurel Glen, myself, um, Passaggio, um, can we
1: can we hype another new tasting room that's gonna open in
0: Clint Allen? Should we talk about that? Ooh. Danny. Oh you know what? So is that happening? So so that's so Danny Fay has um Bruce the great Bruce Rector, the crazy Bruce Rector, had a production facility at his house. And Bruce has shut down his production, and so Danny is making some wine there and is going to so use that, that for tasting for, or... for tastings. But it's it's strictly going to be by appointment, and um, and he's still trying to work all that out. I okay. think. So, so but, sorry to say something that out of school. Danny no, I don't. Thing. I don't think. I don't think it's Actually, I'm not I, that I don't think. No, I don't okay. think it's not happening. Okay. but it's it's going to be a by the appointment thing, is what Danny made it sound like to okay. me. So, um, so yeah, I mean, another add an, add another one to it. Um, so yes, um, um, right now, if I could just get my final license from the friends at the, um, alcohol beverage control, um, we will get open. We, uh, the tank is ready to go. Um, furniture, um, uh, artwork, uh, fi uh, bathroom and office have been painted um, What's the Wi-Fi password? Sonoma Valley. Uh, uh, Sonoma Valley. Wine maps
3: are hung. That's a long um, password. Yeah. Yes. All caps. All lowercase.
1: What is the Wi-Fi password? I think it's Dane
0: Sellers. <laughs> okay. Capital D, Dane, and then capital C, Sellers. All yeah. one word.
2: So... Ryan, you have a sh- not a shiner there, but you've... Hidden we're, it. we're blinding
3: a wine that we were given last year by one of our um, friends Pinot of the Pinot. pod. And the only thing that you can tell is that it's a screw cap and it is a lighter style red. Almost got a little amber.
1: That was going to say. Pinot, Auberty. maybe Grenache.
0: It's very uh, kind of... There's some smoked... There's definitely some bacon, some smoked meats there. So maybe it's like a like a Rhone blend,
1: real light Rhone
0: blend.
3: Huh. And I've never had this wine.
2: I realize friend of the it. pod, so we
3: can't pan it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking it's, at. I like it. the acidity. I like the length. Thinking it was, it was orange, very, and I'm yeah, I'm swirling nice it around this yeah. orange yeah. cord. Yeah, it's a lighter style red, but um, I think slightly chilled, this would be the bomb. This would be the jam. You guys wanna, nice. I want to know what it is? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. What is this? Uh, this is the second Sonita bottle of wine that we've had. Grenache from, uh, from Callahan Vineyards. Where's that, John?
2: Well, buddy, I, I, you're not asking. In the, the great right state guy, of Arizona. Is this from <laughs> Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Crack, yeah. Cracker? Yeah. Oh. Wow. What's Thank the name of Grenache? Yeah. Don't let the lighter color fool you. This wine is loaded with strawberry, cream, and rhubarb flavors. Best through 2020 right. with Delo salmon, chicken, and pork. And
0: some smoked meat. Yeah.
2: Nice. There you go. Wow. Well, once again, thank you. Yeah. Nice. Like it.
3: They're doing it everywhere. Grown, so,
2: produced, and bottled.
3: So
0: back to my tasting room for a second. <laughs> I actually do have my first um, appointment. You have your first appointment. Yeah. And I think we'll hopefully we'll have people before they arrive. But first official appointment, Kelly Cornett, uh,
3: oh. February
0: eighth. Yes, yeah. yeah. So coming looking forward back. to that. She's coming to she's town. Coming yeah, we're gonna uh,
1: get
3: her on the show. Uh,
1: Might as well. I can. I think she's yeah. busy. Yeah, she's got a pretty packed. Honestly, schedule. I
3: think she's going. She's too busy for us, John. She's, doing she's too busy. For us. Hey,
0: <laughs> if, if I think you know, I'm gonna figure out where she's going after me, and then in you know. What I learned from the Benzigers is you just keep her there until she's late for the other appointment and doesn't make it. So I hope you guys. Maybe we should, are, should
1: we just ambush her at your station <laughs> and just show up with the with the equipment? Oh, with the oh, very, sit down, Kelly. We're talking here. Very bunchu. Yeah.
3: Um. Try and get her some golf in somewhere. Oh, it's, I, I
1: believe that February is going to be intensely rainy. Is the, yeah.
2: Well, it has gone back to liquid sunshine. I mean, we've had a pretty <laughs> interesting... I
1: don't know what you did on here, but I didn't do any liquid sunshine. Oh, wait, that's orange sunshine.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that, it's, John. It's been, I mean, we've had some beautiful day, days, yeah. but it's been cold, cold and there have been some it's good been, storms. But well, we're cold, getting a lot of a little, rain, isn't rain, it? Rain back in to and out, I, but I,
1: it, it's... I think we had a. the December was really dry. Yeah. Um, we've had sort of a moderate, I think, trending slightly below average okay. rainfall so far. Um, but, I, you know, I could nerd out on like sort of something happening over Greenland that's going to affect all. Of, I'm serious. <laughs> um, but some ridge over Greenland will shift and... The weather for the entire planet is going to, you know, the northern hemisphere is going to change. And we're going to get a much more, what's more like sort of El Nino-esque February with a little bit warmer and a little bit more rain or a lot more rain.
3: Kicking off tomorrow.
2: Hey, I was talking to folks in Chicago this morning and then in the Midwest. And and they got like a
1: polar vortex going, right?
2: It's not good. It's like minus four and yeah, that's uh, an, good. an inch an hour. <laughs> right out right now. That's all admit, right So Me? be glad you're here. That's
1: a, I, Very I'm positive. I'm always glad I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: All, all right. Nice. Well
1: shout outs, guys. Nice. Uh, I I wanna give a shout out to um long time listener Brett George and his family. I know yeah. they got some tough stuff going on. Uh and send all of our love and um send cool. all your love and healing thoughts their way. I um see. so I wanted to get that one in for sure. Um hopefully he's got time to listen all the way to the end.
0: And and pass it on. Um,
1: that's that's not a happy New Year, but that's a, a we'll see you soon New Year on that one.
0: No, um, I mean it's gonna be hard and you know right. as I said to him, he, his job is to keep everything positive and and keep her focused and totally um, and still keep having fun. It's gonna yeah. be hard and yeah. sucks, but keep it going, right?
3: Uh, I, I got no shout outs. I I, I work here. I see everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Place is the hub uh, of perfect. excitement. <laughs>
1: um I feel like oh, you know, like a big shout out to the Bunches. Um getting their property Rhine uh, farm yeah. certified regenerative organic. Excellent. Um, you know, leading the way on that. They're doing great stuff. We're gonna I talked to Jeff earlier this week. Um their main viticulturist, not Toll, uh, Megan. Megan is on is on maternity leave. Yeah. Um so when she is ready to come back to work. Um, we're gonna get her, and I think Toll and, and one Toll and, and, and Katie and, said maybe Jim. And oh, that'd be cool. Yeah,
0: and okay. and it's funny because Megan called me and and asked, like, pitched it. Say, you know, we're getting regenerative. Can we come on and do a show? And I said, sure. I said, let's get it on the calendar. And she goes, Well, I'm going on maternity leave next week. Well, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, timing is everything. Uh, Have you guys what, seen
3: so, the new labels? I the Gun not, Bun labels, no, they have it's at Oliver's in Katati. You mean the Gun Bun, the Gun Bun? Yeah, yeah. They, they had a little display set up. Um, yeah, that's as you walk the, in.
0: Yeah, that's that's they still have the more traditional white label. That's yeah. more of their broad market wine, yeah. um, but and trying to tap into that other generation.
2: Yeah, remember their art series? I mean. I remember buying the one. Yeah, it's their
0: artist series. They're they're still do that. The the steers and
3: well, my
2: favorite was the man on the moon with the rhine farm uh, in his reflecting in his visor. That's cool. Um, Very cool. And that—that's like that's when when I first started coming back. Some
1: liquid sunshine. Very cool. Trippy man. (laughs) Uh, Very trippy. All Uh, right, and stay tuned next. Next week, uh, we're going to try the new tets that are coming out. Happy birthday, uh, Philippe. Happy birthday, Philippe. Yeah. So that'll be next week. Call me. Come me. Mm-hmm. I'll save it for after the show. Huh? <laughs> All right.
2: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll bank. talk to you next week. I love you guys. Happy thanks. New Year. Bye.